This is It Takes Two. Amy Eiler, JJ Gordon here on the Mighty 790 KFGO. And it's Tuesday, which means Two Tall Toms tri- Terribly Trivial Tuesday tidbits. Today, man. Hey, tall guy. Hey. How are you? What's up, man? Doing good. I mean, who's doing bad these days? This weather is remarkable. Well, snowmobilers might not be <laughs> liking it. Although, okay. uh, we have helped from the ice fishing standpoint with the recent cold. Yes, that's true. So that's we've true. Done a good job we, there. we did make a little bit of ice. Mm-hmm. But gosh, this seems really above average. Is that <laughs> right? For, I mean, look at it's 26 degrees. We've got a high today of 32, 34, 30. I'm looking at your forecast. Sunday, partly sunny and a high of 38. It's January, man. This is usually. The dog days of winter. Yeah, the dog days of winter. Yeah, I know. It's kind of crazy, you know. And, and yes, it was really cold recently, but, uh, you know, despite that, the entire month has still been about a degree and a quarter above average. So despite all that cold we had, we're wow. still running above you, average for January. I like you it. can really feel that quarter of a degree. <laughs> right. Can, like, like I, it definitely perks me up in the morning a little bit. <laughs> That's because you are tundra tested tough. <laughs> you, you got yes. this, man. You got this, man. Yes. Um, okay. So I, I actually thought it would be higher than that. I, I actually thought that we would, even though we had that cold snap, that we would be trending warmer than that. Yeah, I know. But uh, hey, still, I mean, still, it feels yeah. great. I mean, we're having overnight lows above the average high, and. Something noteworthy here, the average, this may not seem like much to a lot of people, the average low right now is one, okay? Yesterday, the average low was zero, so the average low has now gone up a degree, and it's going to continue to go up and up and up and up. That's delightful. That's the the direction we want. Yep, and the maximum overnight low average for a calendar year is 60, so that's in July. Um, I'm we curious about this. Let's let's talk about snow on the ground, though. Oh, Bingo, let's right? do that. Isn't that fun? Because Tom, or lack thereof, there are areas I can still see grass peeking through yes, some of the snow. I know. So can I, and I kind of like that. And I have only had my snowblower out once, and it was my push snowblower, not my riding one, where I have the plow attached to it. But I've only had my push snowblower out once, and my shovel the same. So once, and it's January twenty third. Wow. I mean, okay, uh, if if that's the case, then uh, you, what's the you total them, for the year? Yeah, right. Like, what's right. the total for Let's the year? Let's bring some good news into this equation. Well, okay. I, before I do that, I'm going to give you some numbers that would that you can use to compare against that. Okay, so for an average year, if such a thing exists, we should have had already 27.4 <laughs> inches of snow. Okay. Uh, last year on this date, we had already had 28.8 inches of snow. So there's quite a bit of snow last year. Okay. This year, by comparison, we have had only seven inches of snow. Okay? I know. <laughs> and 1.4 inches so far in January, which averages 10.3. And uh, this is historical. Okay. I looked at the uh, rankings of uh, least snowy winters, okay, in the period of record of climate here. And we are now in seventh place, seventh least snowiest winter to this point in time on record, okay? Okay. With seven inches. You want to take a stab at what the lowest ever was through this date? Oh, I'm going to say uh, five inches. Oh, wait, lower than that, man. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, back in uh, 1893, way, way back, 1.2 inches 
through this date back in 1893. So second place, 1944, 2.9. Third place, 3.4, 1958. The year before that, 1957, 6.5. And then you go fifth place, uh, 1955, 6.6. And in sixth place, just one-tenth of an inch lower than us now, is 1963, where there was 6.9. So we are in seventh place all time. Now, we'll just have to wait and see how this will eventually play out for the end of the year, because if you go by average snow for what's left of the, what we call winter, we would statistically still expect to receive 31.7 more inches of snow on average. But this winter has been anything but average. Now, of course, as you you mentioned a couple weeks ago, Tom, we could get all of that in three storms, right? Or like two. We yeah, we could get we could just get dumped on completely. Uh-huh. But um, I tell you, yeah, I'm, <laughs> the likelihood of it sticking around is getting less and less, though, with right. those average temps moving up mm-hmm. and all of that good news. I mean, right. we, I think we did see below zero temperatures in March last year. So mm-hmm. did we, didn't we? I, March I, I mean, it was or March 29th. It hit 14 below. Yeah, so it's yeah. not that we're completely out of the woods. It's just it won't be as long of a stay as it would be if we were doing this in December or the beginning of January, which is nice. Okay, we've got questions stacking up in our text club uh, to tell. Someone just says it's the January thaw, which I like. <laughs> <laughs> Please ask Tom if the solar storms have any effect on the weather on Earth. Not to my knowledge, no. Okay. I don't think they have any effect on the weather on Earth. Uh, if they do, it's it's uh, something that would be perhaps not noticeable by most people. Oh, this is a good question. So you said we have seven inches total snowfall for this year. Yeah. Someone said, but does the rain make up for some of that snow where it was said that if we would have got snow, it yeah. would have been like 10 inches? Well, yeah, from a moisture standpoint. I sure. mean, December was one of the wettest Decembers ever. In fact, I think it was the wettest December ever uh, because we had three inches of moisture and a lot of that did come down as rain. So that's a very good point. That is Uh, a good point. That is a good point. That would have been a couple feet of snow. Okay. Right. So if we would have had that all in the form of snow, we'd be right up there, you know, above average. Yeah, we would be that. We would be about 28, we would be what we were last year at about this time, probably yeah. 28, 29 inches. Yes, we would. We'd be close mm-hmm. to that, if not even ahead of that. So. Okay. Um, but that is a good point. We won't start as dry as we're assuming. No, no. I Exactly. And, you know, it all depends on what happens the rest of the year. Now, when we get to the later part of winter, you can get those aggravating storms in March and April. I hate them too. But the thing about those are that they don't stick around as long. You know, they melt off. But that could also be right. a problem if they melt off too quick when you get into flood season. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see how the flood scenario plays out. It was a very dry year last year, as we all know, okay? That moisture we had in December may have actually helped from a drought standpoint. Now, if we don't get that much more moisture the rest of the year, I do think that we will probably have a season in the spring that does not feature widespread you know, flooding. So yeah. that would be a good thing. Most of us can, can do without that. Where do you golf in Arizona? Is that that must be a question for you, not me. I don't golf in Arizona. Uh, I want to. That's a that's a goal. That's a life goal for me. But I golf in uh, the Phoenix Mesa Gold Canyon area okay. a lot. Uh, I've had a, a timeshare at Gold Canyon, uh, which is just east of Mesa. So I do that in March. Uh, in about two weeks, I will be golfing in Palm Springs. Ooh, my annual February getaway. So nice. I get away. We get away twice every year. 
Love that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Good question. And at three five two seven, not weather related, but you know. Okay. No. Um. I mean, it kind of is though, right? Sort of. Because you need the temperatures <laughs> to go golfing. Ask too tall why my weather app says we're supposed to get hit snow rain mix after next weekend. It almost looks like a snow system that's going to hit. Well, then you should plan on that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, two I weeks mean, is on, a man. long way to look out. I... A lot could change between. Long-range uh, forecasting is not what we do here. Well, and weather apps are computer-driven, okay? So you're gonna, they're, they're all model-driven. Models, after you get that far out, have inherent mistakes because any tiny mistakes that, that is present at the initialization phase of any model gets inherently bigger mathematically as you go further ahead in time. So going out to two weeks and say we're going to get rain, snow, then a snowstorm, you will never hear me say that. That's uh, <laughs> Weather apps are valuable from a current condition radar standpoint and warning standpoint. I, I think they're good good things to have, but in terms of their long-range forecasting, don't uh, plan your life around that. Someone said, Tom, what is your favorite kind of storm? That's an interesting question. Like, hmm. do you like a good rainstorm? Do you I... like a thunderstorm, a lightning storm? I mean... There are people well, that like those. At different times in my life, I liked different things. Uh, but right now, I would say I like a good summer thunderstorm that does not have severe elements to it, like large right. hail, damaging wind, or tornadoes, or anything like that. Give me a nice, uh, you know, thunder shower, and I like that. At what? At, at one time, did you want the big? Hail and and stuff to to talk and think about. That's what I liked when I was early in my sure. career. I liked all that <laughs> stuff because I was really just so eager to talk about it yeah. on the air. Not that I wanted someone's house to get obliterated with large hail or anything like that. But but it's interesting. It was a yeah. study. It was that's what you do. Professional what, curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, professional curiosity. I like that. Yeah. Tom, can I? I've got a question because I see that in your uh, forecast, I see the word fog in uh-huh. there, right? So, how do you predict fog? Fog's difficult. Uh, there's several different things that go into fog. Now, in the wintertime, since, you know, I'll start with that because that's the time of year we're in right now. Um, if you have snow on the ground, it happens quite easily because on the night that features, usually if you have, you know, light wind, um, temperature is going to fall to the dew point quicker because the, the snow gives off moisture in the lower layers of the atmosphere. So a lot of times, especially at night and in the early morning, you will get fog because the temperature and dew point get closer together. Frequently, you will have fog also uh, after, in the summertime, heavy rain events, in the winter, heavy snow events. Um, so these things do create fog. You also, on a clear night, any time of the year, you can have what we call radiation fog, where on a clear night and there's very little, if any, wind, uh, the temperature and dew point will get close together, especially near bodies of water. Like in Lakes Country, you'll see them near the uh, small lakes or creeks or rivers. You'll see those uh, areas of ground fog forming there. Oh, well, see, there you go. Ask a question, get an answer. Also, someone wants to tell you, Tom, we need a couple feet of snow. So if you could make arrangements... Man. Oh my God! If I could control the weather, I, you know, I, 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 I love this place. I love you guys and everything. I wouldn't be working here if I could control the weather. I can tell you that much right now. I, I'd be making uh, billions of dollars somewhere I, else. But. I do love this next question though. Does Tom think I should fix my snowmobile, or does he think probably won't be worth it this year? <laughs> 
I would not count that out yet. Now, this ties into that one comment, we need a couple feet of snow. From a snowmobiling, winter sport enthusiast thing, I totally get it. I used to be one of those guys before my body uh, betrayed me and I was a winter sport enthusiast. It would be nice for those folks to get some snow. And we're not nearly done with winter yet. We still have half of January almost. We have February, we have March, and as we all know, even in early April. So don't count it out yet. If you have a snowmobile, don't set it aside yet, but I will tell you this as I'm looking at the charts, it looks like a solid couple of weeks until we have any type of snowstorm of any any resemblance of any uh, type of system coming our way. So it's going to be a while before we have anything like that coming our way as it looks now. In fact, I think next week we have a good chance of getting 40-plus during the day, and uh, some places in western North Dakota, maybe South Dakota, could hit 50 next Holy week. moly! So it wow. is going to get warm. Now, as far as, you know, I kind of like the fact that I, uh, you know, I don't mind spending all the money to have my riding lawnmower converted to a snowblower, but it's been sitting in the garage. I haven't even started it since I got it uh, converted <laughs> in November. It's just sitting there like, you know, like people have their uh, their Love treadmill it. in the house and they throw their clothes on it, you know? I got some stuff thrown on my snowblower out in the garage. And it's just sitting there, you know? <laughs> well, it's got square tires. It's, I love it. <laughs> if the universe is watching, keep piling stuff on there, big guy, because uh, <laughs> I'm just fine with this winter so far. You know, and, you know, I'm not going to jinx us. We're not over yet. Uh, We're I, not over I, yet. I've learned yep. in this yep. long career of mine to never. Never say winter's over. Yeah, but gosh, this next week, let's just enjoy the present. Yeah. And will. that is like 30s, high 30s. Yeah. We're here for it. And Mother Nature's not in the business of payback. That doesn't happen in the real world, but you do have a sense that somehow some kind of payback will come. <laughs> That's for sure. To tell Tom Shemansky, thanks again for another great edition of Tidbits here Thank on you. ITT. You betcha. Appreciate it.